Are you ready to learn more about promoting play, defending childhood, empowering caregivers? Save 10% on professional development at explorationsearlylearning.com and support the show with the coupon code OOL. Click the link in the show notes to browse upcoming trainings. Hello, and welcome back to Out of Line. I'm Annie Friday, and I'm here with Candice, my co-host. Hi, Candice. Hi, Annie. Um, And today we are joined with some really special guests, Ben and Genevieve, who are working on a project and currently in their crowdfunding phase. So we thought we'd share because it's a project that um, hits close to home for us and that we're really excited about. Ben and Genevieve, can you introduce yourselves and your project? Yeah, of course. Uh, I'm Ben Rarman. I'm a lifelong unschooler. Made a lot of content about unschooling over the past past few years. And me and my partner Genevieve are making a documentary series about self-directed education and learning for liberation called Learning and Liberation. We're, We're very excited about it. And I'm Genevieve, the other half of Learning and Liberation. Um, I've been unschooling for the past three years after going to a pretty wide variety of alternative schools throughout my life and then going to public school for one year um, in high school and absolutely (laughs) totally disliking it and ended up unschooling after that. Um, And I, the past three years, have done a lot of research about unschooling and have done a lot of writing about youth liberation. Where can we find your information? Um, We um, have a few uh, social media platforms online, particularly Instagram. Our username on pretty much all platforms is at learning and lib, L-I-B. Awesome. And Ben, you have a YouTube channel that's been around for a little while. I know um, a lot of families who in just the past few years have come into unschooling uh, mentioned using your video to kind of help them. I think a lot of adults have learned a lot about unschooling as uh, a parent from watching your videos. You want to share a little bit about those and how they came to be, how you started with that? Yeah. Um, so I've been unschooled my entire life. And I think the entire time, especially when I hit kind of like the the preteen kind of years, I really wanted to see like unschooling representation specifically, because I feel like it can feel, you, know, you have like your local community and the, the broader community, but can it can feel like a little isolating, especially because you know, it feels like you're the only one doing this and like there are a couple of other random people out there doing it but it can feel very very isolating and you know I saw the the news coverage and all the news coverage is like insane and sensationalized and it's like these feral children are running around it's you know there's not a lot of great stuff about unschooling so I think my main motivation was just to make something about unschooling that I felt was honest and like represented it the way that I experienced it because I didn't really see a lot of that um so I kind of just started making YouTube videos and then sometime in like 2019 maybe a few of them got a little bit of traction and since then I've kind of encountered a lot of people who have said like I don't know I randomly encountered one of your videos like three years ago and I'm unschooled so it's been it's been a very cool journey of like just making it out of kind of passion and then some people have have found them which is very cool yes yeah actually how I met Ben too is I when I was like initially like in public high school in ninth grade I was researching unschooling and stumbled on Ben's videos and I watched them then and then like a year later or something, I was unschooling and I was like, yeah, hey, I should reach out to Ben. They seem cool. So that's how we ended up here. Yeah, it's definitely been a lot of, you know, random people throughout, especially this this project have been like, you know, 
commenting, oh, I saw this like, you know, three years ago and it like, you know, made a vague impact. So it's, I don't know, it's definitely made a broader impact than I thought it would when I, when I made it, when I was like 14. That's awesome. That's great. I feel like that's part of why it had the impact because you were 14. Like I tend to learn the most about my own unschooling and de-schooling process, like for me personally, and as a parent to kids who are being unschooled, um, through young people who are either engaged in it or just, you know, kind of have, have lived that life. Um, I'm curious, Genevieve, how do you think your experiences with all the various schools have like helped you find your way now to here? Like what about Ben's uh, videos first attracted you, I guess, and, and what were your experiences prior to this? Yeah. I mean, I've had a pretty varied experience with education where I feel like I've kind of done everything once a little bit and I finally ended up on unschooling but I was in public school in kindergarten and first grade and had a pretty negative experience there too I I don't know I was pretty advanced in like reading and stuff and they like essentially like refused to do anything for me. And I was just so, I was incredibly bored. I was just like bored out of my mind. Um, and so the next year in second grade through fifth grade, I went to a Montessori school and I really enjoyed that. And I feel like I got some sense of like being a little bit self-directed there where, you know, I feel like they're at a Montessori school. Like you're not exactly choosing what you learn, but you're in control of your time in a way that is, I don't know, it felt very empowering to me when I was like that young. Um, and then in middle school, I went to a um, like progressive education school that was like inspired by John Dewey. Um, so it was like learning by doing kind of, and yeah, I mean, I, I enjoyed that too, but then I, um, moved and I decided to go back to public high school in high school and you know because I feel like there are like less options for like alternative like education once you get into high school like I feel like there I looked around for some kind of like alternative school or something and I just I couldn't find something that felt like it fit and so I was like well I'll just go back and do this it won't be that bad and I I really struggled with it after my experiences with education and the amount of freedom that I had had, like, at, like at eight, like I felt like I had more freedom than when I was 14 in high school and had to, you know, sit at a desk in a classroom and all these slots and all this homework. And like, I feel like one thing that really frustrated me was that I felt like I didn't have any time to work on anything that was important to me outside of school too once I got into that like year of high school that throughout my entire education I had never had any significant amount of homework or grades or tests or anything like that and suddenly I was in this environment that felt really really oppressive and I was like oh my goodness this is not not for me and so you know within that I was like well how can I get out of this what like pathway can I find that can you know, will work better for me than what this is. And so I encountered unschooling and I, I mean, I feel like I came into it the way a lot of um, people who 
start unschooling as teenagers did and that I read the Teenage Liberation Handbook and <laughs> kind of went off of it from there. I watched Ben's videos and just consumed like as much content about education and unschooling and self-directed education as I could because it kind of felt like this pathway out of this like oppressive institution for me. Um, and so that was kind of where my interest <laughs> in unschooling started. And that's how I ended up here. Did you, how did your um, caregivers or your parents, how did they feel about, about your decision? Um, I feel like I, to some degree, have always had a choice as to like where I went to school. I feel like my parents have been my entire life, like, I, I feel like in some way I've always kind of been self-directed, like unschooling and that I even I remember when I went to like kindergarten, first grade, my parents asking me, like, is this the school that you want to go to? Like they were pretty upfront with me about all of that. And then when I whenever I've been frustrated or like felt like something wasn't working for me, they've been like, OK, what can we do about this? So, I mean, that's part of why I've had such a very journey is that, you know, they've always listened to me about what I want to do and you know when I decided I wanted to unschool they were like okay let's work this out like it was yeah um when you say high school is oppressive um obviously I I agree like I think school is oppressive <laughs> I think children are oppressed but I know one of the things that I'm coming across in my life as um I talk to more people about it and more people who are not familiar with it in their own personal experience, that word oppressive can sound really heavy and they kind of roll their eyes and like um, scoff at that term. So I'm curious if you want to, if you feel comfortable sharing any like specific pieces that felt oppressive, like you mentioned time, not having time for your own interests. I'm wondering like, how was your time outside of school? Like, did you have schoolwork in the evenings that you were bringing home? And like, what did it look like um, in that physical way? Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I feel like the largest part of it for me was that not feeling like I like owned my own time in some way that like I felt like it was kind of signed off to this like institution. Um, I don't know. I went to the high school that I went to was pretty, um, I don't know, in a pretty like rich white area and it was pretty competitive and like there was a pretty, pretty aggressive like division between the kids that were um, like in the like lower like academic classes versus the people that were in like all honors or whatever. And I feel like I, I went into the school year and I was like signed up for all honors. And I was like, I can't do this. It was, you know, I mean, I just honestly felt like it, it made me depressed, <laughs> like going there, like it was, it hugely affected my mental health. Um, and so to help that, I scaled back a little bit and was like, okay, I'm going to like go in the like academic like classes or whatever. Um, and like in those classes, like I experienced like a lot of people who like really felt bad about themselves and like talked badly about themselves because they're in those classes. And it was, I mean, I, I feel like, you know, that division that we then you know kind of see goes out to the broader world once people graduate from high school and stuff I feel like you know seeing it so starkly like there was 
rough and it made me like feel really bad because I was like this is like you know I don't want people to be thinking about themselves in this way or talking about themselves in this way yeah that's really interesting like the limiting thoughts that we internalize from our experiences and um yeah you just described a, a high school experience that I feel like I identify with a lot like having a lot of honors and AP classes and it wasn't that I didn't I wasn't able to do that work, but it was the quantity of the work that I was just like not into. Like, I was like, why do I have to work this hard at all of this at all the time? You know, like, um, I just didn't feel good in that world for that reason. Um, all right. Tell us about the project. And, and so are, will you be talking about your own experiences? What's, what's the focus? And it's a series, right? A docu-series. Yeah. So it's an eight episode documentary series and, um, each episode is going to focus on a different model or practice or space or, you know, something within the self-directed education environment. So we very much want to break it up episode by episode. Um, and we very much want to make it clear that it's coming from the perspective of, you know, two self-directed young people. So we are going to somewhat include our experiences, but it's very much going to be about the spaces and, you know, where we're visiting and what we're covering. Um, yeah, because yeah, you're mean, taking an actual road trip, right? Yeah, you got it mapped out on your crowdsource page. I love that. Yeah, yeah. The road trip is is also an aspect of it. Yeah, we're planning on taking a huge, you know, road trip across America and kind of covering stop by stop, episode by episode, which is a very exciting element of it for us because we get to you know be traveling and making episodes as we go. So it's very much going to be like a living series. We're going to be releasing it as we go. We're going to be making it. So it's very much something that's going to be happening kind of live, which is very very exciting. That's awesome. Where are you starting and ending your road trip? Um, we are starting in Oregon because we are both going to go to not back to school camp this summer and then um, leaving from there and going up to Seattle and then kind of down across the bottom of the country and then back up and making it back to where I live, Pittsburgh. <laughs> nice. Um, tell us a little bit about not back to school camp, because I know that comes up a lot in different unschooling worlds. And for people who don't know, um, share with them. Yes, I, I went to not back to school camp last summer and, um, you know, it's been, you know, not functioning for the past, like three years or so. And like last year was the very first year and I wanted to go for like a really, really long time and finally got to go. And I was thinking that it would be my first and last year, but I'm like, okay, I have to go back. I mean, it's like, not back to school camp is a summer camp for like unschooled um, or self-directed teenagers. And it's really, really fantastic. If you can go, you should go. <laughs> yeah, it does just fit into our, our plans very well. Cause we're planning on, you know, starting in Oregon and making up to Seattle. So we're like, Oh, this is perfect. It's, you know, around when we want to leave and it's going to fit perfectly with our plan. So that was kind of our, our motivator and Genevieve went through and was like, you know, we have to go back. So it it works. It worked out really well. Have you been there before Ben too? I have not. I was uh, planning on attending last year, but the, um, the session I was going to go to got canceled. So I've wanted to go though. So I'm very, very much looking forward to going this year. That's awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so I guess what's like your biggest purpose in, in this project? Um, I mean, I feel like 
there there are a few purposes, but I think definitely making a piece of a piece of film that is accessible to a lot of people about self-directed education is important to us. We want to make something that is going to be free and something that's going to be, you know, easy. I, I feel like as a young person, if I wanted to watch a documentary or something, you know, I don't have like a, a debit card. I can't just rent it. So it either had to be like online or I had to find a way to get it. So it's very important for us. This is free and online. It's very important for us that it's made from our perspective as young people, because, you know, as we've said, there's so much, so much content made by adults and that content's great, but we also think it's important to have content made from the perspective of young people. So it's very important to us that we are centering young people's voices and making it from our perspective as two self-directed young people. Yeah, I think that's what we love about this project. Um, And I'm excited to share my uh, children are eight and six and we um, recently were involved with the self-directed weekend that AS, the mm. Alliance for Self-Directed Education puts on. And my eight-year-old, I could like see him really listening and, and like glowing from the inside as he was hearing um, other unschooled kids talk about their experience and like feeling connected. And even just like some of the things that have come up for those young people, like when the neighbor kids question, like, so you don't go to school. So how do you learn math? So can you do this math problem and like toss out a random academic challenge? Like just from like identifying with like those little things that happen to unschoolers along the way. Um, What about you guys? What are some of the challenges you've experienced from your own peers? Yeah. I mean, I definitely think it can feel kind of isolating, you know, growing up unschooled because you know, you feel like very separated from, you know, people in your local area, unless they're unschooled. Like, I feel like when I would go to like an event or something, it's like everybody knows each other through school. I did robotics and like everybody knows each other through, you know, these circles that it feels like you're not a part of. So I feel like it can feel isolating if you don't have a, a, a big unschooling community in your area, or if you're not connected to the the wider global unschooling community. Um, so I think that was definitely something I struggled with. It could very much seem like something that you you're like the only person doing it like you know it's it's something that is kind of in you know can, can feel can feel isolating and crazy if you're not you know connected to to other people doing it um because of that I definitely think you know there were times where you know from my peers I'd be asked you know like oh can you do this like you said can you do that can you do math do you know this and it's like sure I do but like why why, why does it matter why are you asking it definitely can feel like a very, you know, like you're being poked and prodded experience when it's like, you know, I'm just, I'm doing, I, I can do what you do. I just, I do it slightly differently. So can very much feel like a, you know, an othering experience. I think that's why your documentary is so important just to show other kids, even if they aren't unschooled, you know, the opportunities that are available to you and just that there's so much more outside of the building, right? Like the building of school and um, just that you are, you know, just the same as them, but, you know, in, and you just have different experiences, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, I feel like this is one thing that as I've made content about unschooling and youth liberation and stuff and put it out there is, I feel like the response that I get from it is often like, I feel that people have a really hard time imagining what a world without school would look like. Like it's, it's like so far outside of people's like range of like possibilities that like, you know, it's really difficult for people to like 
approach this and like even like start to like think about what it would look like and that's what I really hope that this series will do is like demonstrate that this is what it looks like in some degree and it's you know it's difficult with self-directed education because there is no one way it looks like it's such an incredibly like varied like experience for every single person who does it but you know just to start like getting that ball rolling for people and like you know maybe start to imagine how your own life could look like without school. Yeah, I definitely will say in my experiences, so many people cannot, you know, imagine their life without school, like Genevieve was saying, like, whenever I would tell somebody, they're like, so you just don't go to school? Like, what, what do you do? Like, people fully cannot consider what their life would be like when I think it's definitely an interesting thing to consider, even if you like school, like, I think, there are so many people who would say they enjoy school, but if they considered like, what would my life be like without school? Would it be better? I think you can find that it, it probably would be if you had more control over your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At an earlier age too. So you're not just kind of thrown out there at 18, like <laughs> you're free. Go free. <laughs> yeah. You've been in this box for 18 years. Now <laughs> go find out what's out there. <laughs> Um, no, and good, good things can come from people who go to school too, but I I think it is, um, yeah, just so interesting to think about. And, and I know for myself too, and, and sometimes it's, it's the smallest things that we can't imagine. (laughs) I will, um, like be a little vulnerable here and, and share something like one of the main reasons that I was most nervous to leave school behind when my kids um, were leaving school was because I didn't have to pack lunch. <laughs> like, it's such a silly thing, but it was like a support that came with school that I had totally underestimated until we were about to walk away. And it was like, oh, here's like a whole other, you know, like at, at public school here, they they got a free lunch and they got a free like after school sack that had basically another meal in it. Like that was two meals a day, totally free to our family. That was like, now I have to find the time and energy to make those things. Now I have to find the money in our budget for it. Um, like just there's so sometimes it's the really little things that we have a hard time imagining living without um, mm-hmm. when we leave school behind. Um, and I love Genevieve that you pointed out that it's so uniquely different. Um, I think that's what I'm most excited about. Or one of the things I'm most excited about with your series to kind of see, I, I love seeing the snippets of other people's unschooling or other people's self-directed education. Um, you mentioned both of those terms and I know it's come across out in social media, a few different places recently where people kind of try and, and offer their take on those terms. Do you see it a difference or do you have a definition Um that distinguishes unschooling and self-directed education? Are they interchangeable terms to you? Um, I don't know. I see self-directed education as kind of a broader umbrella term that encompasses a lot of maybe slightly more defined models because I feel like unschooling is somewhat defined as, I don't know, what I think of unschooling as is, kind of like homeschooling but like you know no curriculum child-led like that kind of stuff whereas self-directed education I see is a broader term that encompasses democratic schools and all all kinds of other things like underneath it I guess. Mm-hmm. Well and as you mentioned you felt like you were involved with self-directed education just by getting to choose your schools and um, I know for a lot of people too, it's just kind of decentering school when you're part of it like saying no to homework um, things like that. 
What else? What's one last thing that you'd like everybody to know about your project? Tell us where they can go to donate and give you money and let's see this project happen. Awesome. Yeah. So we're, we're crowdfunding until April 1st. Um, we have some awesome perks there and we have a limited time campaign. So if you can donate, definitely go, go check it out now. We're on um, Seed and Spark at Learning and Liberation. Um, you can find that, you know, also on our Instagram and our website, learningandliberation.com. We have all of our social media handles. Um, yeah, I think it's just going to be a really, really awesome project. Um, if you can't, you know, if you can't financially support us, definitely still check us out, share us too. Yeah, I think it's going to be going to be awesome. And I think it's going to going to hopefully help share, share self-directed education quite a bit. That's awesome. Yeah, we're super excited to make this. <laughs> so cool. Thank you both. Thanks for coming on and sharing your time as you get ready for this project and this launch. Um, I saw it looks like you've got good numbers, good uh, motivation in the beginning. Let's hope that we can close that out before April 1st. You have to have 80%, right? Of your funding by April 1st. Yep. Yes. All right. So seed and spark learning and liberation on Instagram at learning and lib, and you can find everything from there, right? Yep. yep. Awesome. Thank you so much for having us. Oh yes, you. absolutely. So fun to chat with you guys. Good luck on your project. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Explorations Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.